Hey, Chris Manning here from the Lockdown Cavs podcast. Here's a quick 10-minute hitter on Cavs Magic. I'll talk Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley, the Dean Wade injury, all of that, and more on this Saturday bonus edition of Lockdown Cavs. Our Lockdown Cavs, your daily Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. All right, the music heard on the way in, as always, is from our friends at Astro Radio. Let's dive into Cavs magic. So Cavs win a double-digit win for the Cleveland Cavaliers, an 11-point win over Orlando on Friday night. This is a 107-96 win for those keeping track at home. The Cavs did cover. They were 10.5-point favorites for this game. Some box core notables for you. Donovan Mitchell leads the way, 34 points in 36 minutes, 12 of 21 in the field, 7 of 11 for 3. He started this game 12 of 16. Pretty darn good. Darius Garland, heard of him, adds 18 and 6. Evan Mobley adds 19 and 13 with 4 assists in this game. Kevin Love, 11 off the bench, 11 rebounds as well as he returned from his Hand injury, missing a couple games as he continues to do with that hairline fracture. All right, the big thing from this game is that it was good to get Kevin Love back, I think. He is, the Cavs really missed him. He provides this needed offensive punch. And you also got Lamar Stevens back. That was nice. Just getting those two guys back, two healthy bodies for a team that has had some real injury issues, was a big deal. That was a real positive. And on top of that, this is a good win. I got the sense from listening to head coach J.B. Bickerstaff talk after the game that this was not maybe the the cleanest performance, let's say, that he would have liked for he would have liked to seen. Right. Like he said, there's some lessons to take from it. You know, it did get a little bit choppy at times. Right. Like they really cruising through quarter. The magic kind of push and push and push in the fourth little bit to get it a little bit tight and, and make it a little dicey late until the Cavs respond get some stops make some shots and take care of business again they win by 11 they led in this game um, by as many as 20 orlando only led by as many as five there's only two you know there's barely any lead change again the Cavs were, were in large part in control sometimes it felt like you're waiting for them to just kind of put that hammer in and they did lay but maybe you would have liked it to come a little bit sooner maybe they learned from that as we go the biggest concern really is what's going on with Dean Wade. So after the game, JB Bickerstaff says that Dean has been dealing with a shoulder injury for some time. He's been playing through it. He takes a knock in this game at some point, unclear when exactly it happened, and he's out. And he doesn't start the second half. He started this game. Mommy D. Kite ends up playing. The rest of the game um, in his place, or at least some of the game in his place, he has, uh, you know, he's been missing some time with a knee injury of late. So this is a, another little knock for Dean. Bickerstaff also says he does not know how long Wade is going to be out. You'd hope it's sooner rather than later, but obviously just some unfortunate injury news there. This maybe presses D. Kite into more time. You know, we'll see what that kind of looks like. But that, that's where things say we don't know a ton 
right now, other than he's hurt, didn't play the second half. Don't know how long he's going to be out. That's about all the information we have right now. Uh, to give some quick awards for this game, Donovan Mitchell is the game MVP in my book. I don't think there's another choice. He is so effortless in what he does. He has 32 points in the first three quarters. And he was so precise, and, and at least in the scoring aspect of everything he did. His passing got a little bit wild at times in this one. And, you know, had some weird turnovers and things, but that, that'll happen. Look, this guy got to the rim. He made threes. He pushed the pace. He broke down defenses in different ways. I, I thought in this game one of the, my favorite buckets from him was in the first half. He's driving in the lane. He's pushing the pace a little bit. He gets a step on Franz Wagner, who's bigger than him, right? So instead of just, like, forcing his way all the way to the rim and separating a little bit to give Franz a chance to recover a little bit or maybe use his length to put his arm up and, and block a shot or contest the shot in a, in a meaningful way, Mitchell, like, makes Wagner kind of stay hip-to-hip with him and, and stay in close quarters and then burst at the last second, gets the bucket, gets the foul, gets an and one. He is just so good at all of these little parts of scoring, and this is just like a high, for the for like the most part a high end superstar performance. Donovan Mitchell was humming in this game, you know. Darius Garland, you know, has 18, but I you know I thought wasn't his most like clean performance. Six of 15 from the field, shot hunting a little bit at times. You know, Mobley was really efficient, but you know you kind of he he is kind of his diet is what it kind of is at this point. He's not going to probably get you more than 20 25. And in this game, he gets 19. You know, you're not getting a ton of punch from other spots. You got, like, consistent nights from some guys. You know, you got 11 from Love and 19 and 8 from Lamar and, you know, only 5 from Karras and whatever. Mitchell's scoring sets the tone for them entirely offensively. And he's just been incredible at it all year. He's having an incredible season. This game wasn't even, like, one of his best, like, 3-4 games, but a really still impressive Donovan Mitchell performance. And... You're just you watch what he does as a scorer, and it is just so impressive how much craft he has in his game. Okay, so stat of the night, it's it's Donovan Mitchell related. In his 30 plus games this year, he's now at 12 this season. The Cavs have played <laughs> 23 games. Over half of the games this year, Donovan Mitchell has had 30 or more points. I'm not even that's not even my stat though. The stat is that he's only shot under 50 percent in those games twice. This isn't Donovan Mitchell when he's scored in bunches this year, when he has scored in droves and dropped 30-plus and, and had all these monster games. He is just so efficient. He is so accurate. He's not having to take, like, a ton of shots or, or you know, kind of maximize usage his way to getting 30-plus or getting towards 40 takes 21 shots in this game. 34 points and 21 shots is and with only three free throws is like a very like reasonable night. Like he is maximizing his opportunities. He's not like dominating the entire offense, right? Like this is not a guy who is coming out and absolutely just kind of ball hogging in and, and running up a high usage. Like he has a high usage. He leads the team in usage, right? He has the ball in his hands and finishes plays more often than not because that's what he does. He's Donovan Mitchell. But he's not. He doesn't feel like he's shot hunting or just jacking stuff up. He is playing within what is needed of him. Some nights he puts his foot on the gas and and maximizes it. 
And this is one of those nights for the most part, right? Like he is just a, a bona fide score. I think one of the very best offensive players in the league. And like this is a game where his craft, his explosiveness, his know-how, it all it all really comes together. And when you look at that and you say, look, he's only shot under 50% of these 34 nights twice all year. It's just a really impressive efficient season. He's he's just been downright spectacular. I want to I do want to say at Mavs Draft and Twitter, Richard Same in front of the program, one of the great hosts of Lockdown NBA Draft. Uh, was the one who pointed this out to me with the Mitchell thing. Would, he had a tweet about this. I went and looked it up, double-checked it and all that, and just thought about it, compared it to last year and year over year. And Mitchell's great, man. He's just really good. So, and shots to Richard as well for pointing this out. So I want to give credit to him. Okay, play of the night. Got two. So the first, they're, they're both Evan Mobley plays because he was, again, very, very good in this game. The first one is end of the first half. He gets an inbounds pass. There's 5.9 seconds on the clock. Kevin Love just gives him like the inbounds pass like he's guarding. He just goes. Gets by Franz Wagner. Okay? Gets all the way to the rim in like just a handful of steps. A couple of dribbles. Paolo Bancaro, the star magic rookie, is at the rim on the other end. Puts up like a pretty weak contest just like a very lazy like kind of like gonna take a charge realizes Moby's gonna Eurostep him swipes his arm up Moby gets there this was just like motor and skill and the fluidity of this seven foot freak getting up the court that fast like he doesn't take that many steps he doesn't take that many dribbles he just goes and he glides and he gets there and he scores and it's just like these little things that he allows you to do uh, he was asked post game uh, by front of the program, Danny Cunningham, about like his pushing the tempo and stuff. But he just says he's picking his spots. Moby's not a very verbose, in you know, kind of he's not going to be insightful in that way. But you watch him play. You even if he's not saying it directly, I think you can see this guy growing up and figuring it out and understanding that he can expand himself in that way. And it just adds another dimension. Like the Cavs are not a particularly fast paced team. Mobley doing some of this stuff off of live rebounds, off of inbounds passes at times is a fun little wrinkle that you can do some stuff with. And he's, he's skilled. Like he's hit the zero in that situation like twice in a week. Now it's good. It's good stuff. And the other play, um, he had a pick and pop three. The Cavs are up eight. There's just North of three minutes left. The magic are pushing a little bit at this point. You know, a few times in this game, you would see him and Garland kind of run a pick and roll, and he would slide to the top of the key, and Garland would kind of dribble, 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 get into the corner, not give the ball up, and Moby's just in space by himself. He, his defender is sagging into the paint. What what Moby does here in in this situation is gets the, he gets the pass, Garland feeds it to him, takes a, like a half-second, second to kind of to gather himself, collect himself, and he sticks a three. You you know, earlier in this game, he had had a play where he got the ball a little bit later than I think he would have liked. He drives in, commits a charge. Like, he's still figuring out how to navigate this stuff. They're still trying to figure out Garland is, and I think Mitchell, and all the guys that will kind of feed him in those spots are still figuring out, like, what they're comfortable with, what he's good at, and how they're kind of getting used to being comfortable making that read to let him go in those spots. I wonder if this is the kind of play that will build some confidence for him in, in those spots. Like, I don't again, he's not... A, a knockdown three-point shooter. Like there wasn't, there wasn't a defender within a country mile of him. It, it felt like in this spot, right? Like he gets to this position, he he's wide open. He he has the 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 space to take that second and and shoot for the year. You know, he's not shooting. He's he's not taking a ton of threes. He's taking 
under one three game. It's less than what he took last year. He took 1.3 per game last year. He's shooting 20% on them um, going into Friday. Just takes the one in this game and makes it. It's not a real part of his game, but like I, it, it's he had the confidence and the and the wherewithal to take that shot and gather himself and make it. It was just really impressive. You wonder if it boosts his confidence in some ways in those spots. So that's it. Cavs again win. Handle the Orlando Magic 107 to 96. Improved to 10 and 1 at home and 15 and 8 on the season. Uh, we're again we're past that quarterway mark. So go check out our episodes this week that Evan and I did doing game award doing awards for the season. Excuse me and all of that great stuff. MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, biggest surprise, a bunch of different things. Uh, we will be back if you're listening to this on Saturday. We will be back on Monday. This will rerun. And we will also have a recap of an awards for Cavs, Knicks on Sunday in New York. The Cavs are up in MSG. If you don't remember, the, the Knicks were the team that did not trade for Donovan Mitchell. I'm sure there, this is going to be a scene and an energy for, for multiple reasons. This is one of those uh, those road games that I would have been really excited to get to go to. It, it would have been one of those ones where like, I'm very jealous of the Chris Fedors and the Kelsey Russo's and, and the people that get to travel and go to these games on a regular basis because being in New York for the first Mitchell game there after he did not go there is kind of just a really interesting thing. It just is. You know, it's not like quite like him going back to Utah or like what his first Gobert matchup will look like when that's in Minnesota later in the year because they didn't match up in Cleveland because Mitchell was out. But I, I am just very curious about what that environment will be like in New York, what he has to say. It's just one of those things where like being on the ground, so to speak, will be a really cool thing. But we'll be back uh, for that. And thanks again for tuning in on the Saturday, a little bonus edition of the Locked on Cavs podcast.